We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Millions of Americans sincerely love Donald Trump. They love him in spite of everything they've heard. They love him often in spite of himself. They love Donald Trump because no one else loves them. The country they built, the country their ancestors fought for over hundreds of years, has left them to die in their unfashionable little towns, mocked and despised by the sneering halfwits with finance degrees, but no actual skills, who seem to run everything all of a sudden. Whatever Donald Trump's faults, he is better than the rest of the people in charge. At least he doesn't hate them for their weakness. Donald Trump, in other words, is and has always been a living indictment of the people who run this country. That was true four years ago when Trump came out of nowhere to win the presidency. And it's every bit as true right now. Trump rose because they failed. It's as simple as that. If the people in charge had done a halfway decent job with the country they inherited, if they cared about anything other than themselves, even for just a moment, Donald Trump would still be hosting Celebrity Apprentice. But they didn't. Instead, they were incompetent and narcissistic and cruel and relentlessly dishonest. They wrecked what they didn't build. They lied about it. They hurt anyone who told the truth about what they were doing. That's true. We watched. America is still a great country, the best in the world, but our ruling class is disgusting. A vote for Trump is a vote against them. That's what's going on in this country. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. It's a new video that's cycling around the uh, Trump world. I think it's great. <clears throat> I think Tucker Carlson hits it, you know, right on the head. Good morning. How about those Jets? I'm not a football fan. You have to, job's dead. We have to, uh, I, I don't even watch football, but I'm sure if there was a disappointment, we can rub that salt in the open wounds of my uh, co-host, James Curry, uh, tomorrow on We The People Radio. It is Monday, another great start to another great MAGA week, even though they're <clears throat> working their hardest, these anti-American, both Democrats and Republicans alongside the globalists to just try to 
demoralize everything that has to do with loving America and loving the Constitution and MAGA and Donald Trump and everything else. But you know what I have to say about that? Fuck those people. <laughs> it's that simple. And there's a lot of um, there's a lot of BS bullshit going on. You know, between the House Speaker that what are we thirteen days without a House Speaker or something like that, and we have Republicans that want to work with Democrats and everything else. We'll, we'll get into that later on, but it's it's just the amount of anti just anti-American crap and propaganda that's going on. I mean, you 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 wherever you stand on this whole bullshit Middle Eastern horror show that's going to get worse and just drag us into it by the throat. Why are so many people having a hard time with the notion that people just want America to thrive and at this point, America to survive all of the shit that's getting thrown at it from all sides and all angles, uniparty members, progressives, everybody. Well, if you speak bad about Israel, you hate Jews. If you speak bad about, or if you speak bad about Palestine, you hate Jews. It just—it's it, so confused. It's it's so confusing. I don't care. I don't care. Social media has become so toxic in the past what is it when did this bullshit start 10 days ago right the first bullets flew <clears throat> innocent people are dying not so innocent people are dying evil people are dying and what are we going to do about it we're going to sit here and we're going to fight amongst ourselves and we're going to allow these pieces of shit to divide us even more not only just as Americans and as, you know, political rivals, but within, within the parties as well. And that's the goal is just destroy everything. Just, to, just destroy all morale in America. Demoralize us as, as best we can, as best they can. They're all in the same, they're all in the same room, just throwing live hand grenades at different people. It, it's just... It's really just fucked up. Anyway, before any of that, I, I woke up at four o'clock this morning and uh, I couldn't go back to sleep. And I just, my, my, my mind's going and I'm make the fatal mistake at just hitting the Twitter icon and X icon and seeing what's going on. And just the amount of infighting alone and just the whatever you conservative side, you can't even put labels on anything anymore. The Republican side. MAGA, America first, whatever it is, we're either America first or we're not. That's the bottom line. If you're America first, they'll call you a racist, an anti-Semite. They'll call you a xenophobe, whatever. And I'm, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done with it all. I'm done. Yeah, Twitter is on fire. It's, um, I'm just done with it all. We got... Massive amounts of people that are coming over the border. And now that's just like, it, it's beating a dead horse at this point. But 
now shit's getting real. And now you have Democrats, probably alongside of some sick Republicans, that now want to bring Palestinian refugees here. You know, we're evacuating people out of Israel. As a matter of fact, I wanted to give an update. Um, Hog. Hog's in the chat. 4.55 a.m. here. Was at work before 6 a.m. Let's kill today. Yeah, I'm not supposed to wake up at 4 a.m. I'm not supposed to wake up that early, but I did. So we had, I, I spoke about it last week, Congressman Corey Mills, who took it upon himself with other individuals to start extracting Americans out of Israel who were trapped there, stranded, told to hunker, told to hunker down, shelter in place. Their backs turned on them by our State Department that said, well, the Biden administration doesn't have anything set up to then it's, well, you have to sign promissory notes in order to pay to get out of Israel, but we're not going to bring you all the way home. We're going to dump you somewhere, and then you're on your own from there, but you still have to pay the U.S. government back the loan for the transportation services. Corey Mills is out here, you know, he, he's literally, he had, again, the first successful uh, evacuation in Afghanistan where he brought people home. And now he's able to, I believe the number was up to uh, him alone, his team, 96 Americans out of Israel, another 200 landed or so landed in Florida. Um, just uh, was it last night that Ron DeSantis, the, go- the governor of Florida, was saying, hey, we're going to, we want to help Florida um, uh, citizens who are trapped in Israel to get back. And he worked with some organization and I think he helped fund it with some Florida taxpayer money, which, listen, I don't have a problem with. You're the governor of Florida. That's fine. Don't make it political. Do do whatever you want to do with governing of Florida. Um, you're still a shit presidential candidate. You're a backstabber, and no one really gives a fuck about you. But thanks for helping people, American citizens, get home. That's cool. So Corey Mills coming back to D.C. temporarily for the speaker vote, and he plans on going back to Israel to extract more people, but he does have a team working there. And he also announced yesterday on Twitter that they actually were able to charter a 219-passenger airplane to, and he, he had it out on his Twitter, that if you had anybody trapped in Israel, that you can fill out this uh, Google Doc with all their information, passport info, and things like that, so that they can hopefully get them out to Tel Aviv Airport onto this plane as soon as possible. They really wanted that plane loaded up within the next 24 hours, which meant at some point like today. So Corey Mills doing things he he doesn't have to do. He gets paid to legislate as a congressman. And here he is extracting people out of a war-torn country, American citizens, not fake refugees that the White House wants to talk about that came and got fake asylum. You know, they talk about those five and 600 Americans that are in Gaza. First of all, it's all bullshit. Gaza is not a tourist place. So Joe Shit, the ragman, uh, American citizen, from Boston, Massachusetts, going to decide, hey, let's go to Gaza and go hang out with some goats. Maybe we could fuck a few of them. No one's doing that for vacation, okay? So they talk about these five or 600 Americans in Gaza. What happens is they all come over here at some point and, you know, claim fake asylum, all this bullshit. They get their American citizenship. They still have their citizenship there in, in, in Palestine. And the first thing they do is when they get their American citizenship is they go move back to their goat herding piece of shit dirt pile that they lived in and now they have dual citizenship and that happens a lot so when they talk about we have five six hundred 
uh, Americans stuck in Gaza. No, no, they got their citizenship based off false asylum and then moved back to their country. So my attitude is, fuck them, America first. Let's see the actual true American citizens who were American citizens originally that want to come back to this country. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe it's a little too intense for some people, but I really don't care. Good morning to everybody in the chat. Good morning, Jonathan Allen, Blue Boy Life. I see everybody in there. If I haven't, I see the chat's going, so. But yes, good morning, good morning. Hope you're all well. Do me a favor and hit the thumbs up button on the video. Helps juice the algorithm, we know that. And also, if you can, later on when you're not watching live and you go to the channel, which the easiest way to get to my Rumble channel, just go to your web browser and put in 1776live.tv. brings you right to the Rumble channel. And you can uh, hit the thumbs up on all the videos. Just scroll and hit all the thumbs up for me even on the old videos, because again, it, it helps the algorithm on all of the videos. And I understand from what people are telling me, I've been getting recommended, the show has been getting recommended in the Rumble world under podcasts and news and things like that, which has helped. I think a, a Thursday show got something like almost 36,000 views, which I was, I, when I woke up and I was like, we're almost at 30,000 and it just keeps climbing. That, that That's pretty cool. And uh, don't forget, you can also get the um, audio version where if you're, you know, you're on the train, you're whatever at the gym and you want to hear my horrific voice in your ears while you're doing extracurricular activities, you can get my podcast um, on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere like that. I never really talk about that, but it is what it is. So Corey Mills here, he did a little, uh, he did a little video uh, interview with CNN, I think uh, over the weekend. Corey Mills headed to Israel this past week to help dozens of Americans stuck there get out. He made the journey by air and land, and he's now back in the United States and joins us now. Congressman Mills, thank you so much for your time tonight. I believe it's 96 Americans in total that are very grateful to you and your team tonight. Just describe what that was like and, and what they were saying to you. Well, first off, thanks for having me. It's it's truly an honor to be in a position to have the capacity and the capability to go in and help those in need. You know, every one of these members, the, the two operations that I personally went on, uh, whether it was out in the <clears throat> Haifa, Nazareth, uh, Nazareth and uh, Tiberias area, or the second on the West Bank and Jerusalem area, uh, we're all exceptionally grateful. You know, many of these had been stuck for four or five and six days Flights canceled, no way out, no thoughts on how they were going to be able to maneuver. Uh, had called the State Department, really received very little, if no effort whatsoever from them. And so uh, that was the whole reason when I, you know, I, I was over in Afghanistan in 2021 uh, and conducted the very first successful overland rescue of Americans for a, a woman and her three children out of Texas. And I had a, a bit of an inkling on how this would turn out, and which is why. I had quickly mobilized, went over there, and started to conduct the ground evacuations. Uh, I've got a charter tomorrow that's going to go out with 218 Americans. Uh, we're now at 96 Americans through ground evacuations, of which I had done 77 of those. Uh, so things are, are, are moving, but it's still, you know, so much left to do. How much more time do you think you have before the situation escalates further and we've been talking for the last couple of hours on the show about the possible risk points and, and flash points. Congressman, are you planning to go back out there too yourself? 
I am planning to go back out. I'm here in D.C. because we have a speaker's vote, which is very important for us to be able to yes. govern in the House of Representatives. But I will be heading back. And to, to answer your first part of that question, you know, Israel in the region is really a powder keg at the moment. We know Iran's influence in the destabilization of this. We know that people like General Secretary Hassan Nasrallah of Hezbollah in Lebanon are getting involved. We see Hamas's response as they continue to ramp up its efforts and funding. Uh, but we also need to start looking at the Golan Heights, and we also need to start looking at other Iranian proxy militias, such as the one even in Iraq, which is being pledged by Heidi al-Amri for the Hashti al-Shabi, the Asabi al-Bin Haq, uh, and many others. So this could turn into a much bigger thing than just the Gaza Strip. This could turn into a whole of region destabilization. And I think that this is where international attention and support needs to come in to start looking at how do we truly get certain things like ceasefires in place? How do we actually ensure the safety and the minimalization of collateral damage of civilians on, on all sides? And how do we actually ensure that we cut the head off the snake on this to prevent any future destabilization of the region by these types of proxy militias? I'm going to tell you, you know, I think, I think what Corey Mills is doing is, uh, well, it's... Things he doesn't have to do. Oh, sorry about that. It, it's things that he he does not have to do, and he's doing. And that goes for anybody who's 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 going out of their way and doing things like this. And it's funny because when Corey Mills was running for House of Representatives, I supported his primary challenger, Anthony Sabatini. It's politics, and uh, I I will always admit when I'm wrong, and. Corey Mills and I have joked about this as well as other people who also supported Anthony Sabatini and have gotten to know Corey Mills uh, after, after he won the primary. Again, I did not support Corey Mills during the primary. I actually went after him on Twitter pretty harshly and uh, he didn't block me and we did have some goings back and forth. And then the primary came and we realized, well, this is, this is important and we have to stack chips now. And I, I opened up and I wanted to see what he was capable of. And I, and I have seen it. And I've seen it since he's been the election and serving and have, having conversations with him. And we need more people like Corey Mills in Congress. And I was, um, I kick myself in the ass sometimes when I sit there and I think about it. And Anthony Sabatini was, an, you know, another, another nice guy, but he's not Corey Mills. And I, I've, I've also seen that uh, firsthand as well. But it is what it is. Again, what Corey Mills is doing is above and beyond. And imagine if we had other members of Congress, and I know there are a few because I believe there are a few that are assisting him. I just don't know. I know some names, but I can't say it. For whatever reason, I can't. But imagine if we had 100 people like in Congress that operated above and beyond like Corey Mills. And then he comes back to D.C. for a speaker vote that's turning out to be a complete shit show abortion anyway which we're going to get into in a little bit so i will say this as a, as i as i sit here now cory mills runs for re-election uh cory mills is definitely someone that i would say to support fundraising wise and whatever else no matter where you are in the country even though he's in florida that's his uh, his district but even if you're in idaho and you're, you're, you're hearing this and you're looking for candidates across the country who are going to ultimately represent you 
in in Congress, whether it's your district or not, but just as 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 an American, and he's an America First guy, big big Trump guy. Uh, Corey Mills is definitely one of those. In other, um, you know, politics around the country, we uh, got a got a victory over the weekend, which was pretty cool. Louisiana governor race. Uh, Jeff Landry, who is the attorney general of Louisiana, has uh, reclaimed the governor's mansion for Republicans, which I believe the Democrats had had it for by the last eight years or so, which uh, is big. So uh, Jeff Landry, another big Trump endorsement. So for those out there, especially those DeSantards that like to now talk about Trump endorsements don't matter. It mattered here because this guy won in a landslide. And one enough where they don't have to have a runoff. But this atten- uh, Attorney General Jeff Landry, he's been elected governor of Louisiana with Governor John Bell Edwards, the only Democrat governor in the South, mind you, limited to two terms. He couldn't, that's right, he couldn't run again, and Republicans were able to successfully seize the opportunity to reclaim the governor's mansion. And they have a, apparently a very weird open primary system. Louisiana's open primary system is unique in American politics. Unlike most states where primaries are held to determine the candidate for each party, Louisiana allows all candidates to run in a single primary election. If a candidate secures a majority of the vote, they win outright, avoiding a runoff. Landry did just that, capturing an impressive 51.6% of the vote. So that's... um. There you go. He was running against another Democrat and two other Republicans, and the Democrat only received 25.9% of the vote. So that, um, yeah, good on, good on Louisiana. Now, you know, the only area that had a, in the South, that had a, a Democrat as governor, now as a Republican, and from what I understand, he, um, he's the real deal. I don't know him for sure. But uh, good morning, Big Mac, 79. Oh, Rocket, I didn't even see you in the chat. Good morning to you, too. But I, that's good. It's, it's, it's a good show that the Republicans are out there willing to come out and vote because they're tired of the bullshit policies coming from sick progressive leftists and, and the Uniparty that, that support them. Speaking of sick progressive leftists... Well, what do we got? Scott Pressler claims Pennsylvania automatic voter registration is adding 10 to 1 Republicans to Dems. Huge if true. That is huge if true. I'll tell you something about Scott Pressler. Uh, I had a couple, a few conversations with him over the past couple of years. He was actually uh, way early on in my podcasting. I had had him on uh, the show and did an interview with him. And he's done a lot of work in my neck of the woods in in the New York area. Scott Pressler, another one. If we had a hundred, if we could clone Scott Pressler a hundred times, a thousand times, and send them all over the country, Republicans would dominate every election. He's out there at gas stations getting people to want to register to vote for the first time as Republican. He's gotten countless Democrats to flip and re-register as Republicans. The the guy doesn't stop. He doesn't sleep. He even random. He has us. I think. He has some sort of medical condition, even ran himself into the hospital. He worked himself so hard, and he was really sick. But Scott Pressler is uh, is another one that um, 
really doing the work. And the sad thing is, and still to this day, there's something going on on Twitter where he called out the um, the RNC chairwoman there. Uh, was it Rona Mc, McDaniel's McDonald's? Well, McDaniel's, right? Rona McDaniel's Botox, Botox RNC queen, and she won't even acknowledge his existence. Will not respond to him when he's literally trying to do the work to get as many Republicans registered to vote, people registered to vote as Republicans, and people to the polls as possible. His sole mission is to get Republicans elected and to beat Democrats. And the RNC, he should be, he should be on the payroll of the RNC, and, and it's a shame he's not. Well, when we have people like Scott Pressler running around, we have our thief-in-chief running around. I don't know if you saw this. You ready? Over the weekend... Sleepy Joe Basements Biden. Well, the White House decided to wish George Floyd a happy 50th birthday. Just as his Joe Biden's approval rate amongst black voters is down 17 points since his first year of presidency. Yes, your president, Joe Biden, wished George Floyd a happy 50th birthday on Saturday. The patron saint of fentanyl, George Floyd, that criminal that died of a fentanyl overdose. Oh, it's 195 days now that, that Scott Pressler has gone unacknowledged, not acknowledged by the RNC chairwoman. Scott Pressler needs to have a position in Trump's cabinet. He needs, Scott Pressler would be best served in a, in a, uh, I tell you what, Scott Pressler would be best served as the national RNC chairman. That should be the real goal. It's to get Scott Pressler as the RNC chairman, the national chairman of the RNC. I could see nothing but winning with him in that position. But why bother with that when it was just George Floyd's birthday on Saturday? I mean, if you if you did not sing happy birthday to the patriot saint of fentanyl on Saturday, then you should probably question your existence in society. I mean, how could you not? How could you not go to the nearest George Floyd Memorial bronze bust statue and not go and sing happy birthday? 50, 50th birthday. George Floyd will have his face on a mon Mount Rushmore one day. I'm surprised he doesn't have his face on Mount Rushmore already. Oh, we are the show. What's happening? Another good Rumble channel to go follow. We are the show. Go follow. We are the show. Go follow AP Unfiltered. I like when other Rumble channels pop in. You know, we all got to support each other. Joe Biden wishes George Floyd a happy 50th birthday on Saturday. Pandering to the black community because they are fucking desperate because they see the black community coming out for Trump hardcore. Polls out there saying Donald Trump could pull 50% of the black vote, which I don't think, but who knows? I'd be happy to see Donald Trump get 15 to 20% of the black vote because it's over if he does. But here you have Joe Biden pandering to the black community. Meanwhile, he's got the just black enough vice president and still, still losing support for the black community. His approval rating is tanking. 
George Floyd's memory reminds us that there is more work to do to redeem the soul of America. George Floyd's overdose reminds me that we need to watch kids in the street so they don't get hooked on fentanyl and start passing around counterfeit money and fighting with the police. That's what George Floyd reminds me of. It also reminds me of the savagery that went on in American inner cities where they burnt cities down, killed people, assaulted members of society and our law enforcement, burnt down government buildings, took over areas of cities, burnt down police precincts, and caused billions of dollars in damage. Fuck them and fuck George Floyd. But, you know, the White House puts out an official statement. So it'll always be there. It'll always be in Joe Biden's archives, in the White House archives. Always. George Floyd. Statement from President Biden on George Floyd's 50th birthday. If this doesn't make you puke, I don't know what is. Jewish space lasers are real. I love it. Marjorie Taylor knee pads was right. Jewish space lasers are real. (laughs) George Floyd should be alive. He should be celebrating his 50th birthday with his young daughter, Gianna, family and friends. He deserves so much more. You know what? He deserved to not maybe be on fentanyl, which caused his ultimate demise and is probably his criminal activities with drugs and living in an inner city because Democrats fuck up inner cities and they exploit black people. George Floyd's death and his criminal activity and his drug use and his drug overdose and most, if not all of the crimes in that area are because of Democrats pandering and exploiting black communities. Today, we join his family to honor his life and legacy, and we remember the tragedy and injustice of his death that sparked one of the largest civil rights movements in our nation's history and inspired the world. It triggered the largest act of savagery and inspired savages to burn cities down and chant the death of police in the streets. Holy shit. I haven't read this. I I haven't read it yet. George Floyd's murder exposed of many what black and brown communities have long known and experienced, that our nation has never fully lived up to its highest ideal of fair and impartial justice for all under the law. No, no. His overdose exposed, again, what Democrats do to black communities. Yeah. This is literally a statement from the White House about a criminal drug user enabled by Democrat policies. But they're going to blame white people. They're going to blame the police. They're going to blame MAGA Republicans. But they're not going to blame... Democrats for leading to this, for leading to the savagery that ensued in the summer of love of 2020, right? But no, it's all about January 6th and all you MAGA insurrectionists. Yes, you. MAGA insurrectionists. (sighs) Because you are the biggest threat to national security. We are. I'm in that boat too. We are the biggest threat. We are the biggest threat. 
So that whole iron beam thing with the space lasers, I see one article talking about that it was up and running. And then I see a video of what looks like lasers taking out missiles, right? And then I see another article, both of them were on the Gateway Pundit. Another article saying that the Israeli government debunked using the lasers or having laser or, or that it's not up and functioning that they didn't use lasers to, to defend themselves. So again, what is the truth and what is not the laser technology apparently is there, but it's not in full use yet. And then they're saying they debunked that the lasers were used for the, uh, the defense system and to take out missiles. And I, I didn't even think, I didn't even uh, plan on talking about that, but I, the, the video is out there. I'm sure if you if you've seen it or it, it, it's everywhere and it looks like there's lasers taking them out. I don't know. What do you think? It, huh, George Floyd did expose the lack of justice for that officer. They locked up to appease the mob. Well, that's what they do. It's mob rule everywhere. I mean, look what they just did in Philly not too long ago. They let off, they dropped the charges of a police officer that shot somebody dead at a traffic stop who had a knife in their hand, body camera and everything. Dropped the charges. They went out and they looted a bunch of liquor stores, a fried chicken store, and a knife, and I, and I, uh, an Apple store. And then the li well, the liquor stores in Philly had to close for like the next whatever, how many days, because they didn't want to get robbed. They arrested like 50 something people. And then the DA is like, all right, all right, all right. We'll reinstate murder charges on the police officer that we just dropped the charges on days before. Yeah. This is this is this is what this is what they do. This is what happens. They need new iPhones to feed their families. And then what did they do when they stole all the iPhones? It was the new iPhone 15 when they all raided the store. Then they all realized they all realized that the phones had tracking devices and they could be tracked and eventually they would be arrested. What did they do? They brought all the iPhones outside and they started smashing them and pouring water on them. So they stole them realized that they shouldn't have them because they could get tracked and then smashed them outside the store. Then they went to the fried chicken place to eat because everybody's got to eat and they shouldn't have to pay for it and the liquor store. Smashing grabs to feed families is the biggest lie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Listen, if you haven't already, do me a favor and hit the thumbs up button. Help juice the algorithm a little bit. It really helps. You guys have been doing a great job doing it. Uh, tomorrow we'll have uh, We The People Radio tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with James Curry, as usual. Make sure you tune into that. And uh, me and James are, are his, his We The People Radio merch store, which is not up anymore um, since his, his other co-hosts had left and I had taken over. But between the three shows that we do, MAGA Mornings and some other stuff, we're, we're, uh, we're in the, the planning stage of launching a uh, full-scale merch store. We the People Radio had some really cool merch. We're going to resurrect that. We're going to do some MAGA Morning stuff. We're going to do some Freedom Friday stuff, you know, gangbang on the government, get fucked, all kinds of stuff. Because a lot of people are requesting it. We're getting messages, people in the chats, emails, DMs and stuff. So we're probably going to do something like that. 
I did see the the Elaine Maxwell story from the Gateway Pundit about the the woman that supposedly was going to start a new life in North Carolina. She was a witness, uh, an Epstein victim, and she mysteriously was found dead in a hotel room with an apparent overdose. And her mother was like, "She's not a drug addict," and she, you know, had kids. They they had just bought a, a piece of land in North Carolina, and this went undetected for quite some time because it apparently happened towards the beginning of the year. The husband and the mother are not speaking to press. Gateway Pundit reached out to them. So, again, it's one of those things where, all right, they, they were even wondering if they there was another person with the same name, but who knows? Who knows all that shit? It's pretty ridiculous. <clears throat> Rick and Bad. I love Rick and Bad's memes. We sometimes we will get him on memes of the week, too. He just shared an I and B meme. We'll have to we'll have to check that out at some point. So, with all this other nonsense going on, we also have con. You know, we have Congress. Con. We got a lot of shit going on over there. But with all this stuff going on in the Middle East, apparently the Congress is ready to investigate. Here's another story: If the billions in U.S. weapons Joe Biden gifted the Taliban in Ukraine were used by Hamas. Do we really need an investigation for this? We know what the answer is. We see these savage terrorists with United States military issued weapons. I mean, they're in videos and, and photos everywhere. You know, the, was it the ACOG uh, uh, optics and, and the M4s and, and everything else? I mean, I talk to people in the military and military vets, and they're like, yeah, it's all, it's all shit that we were issued. Where did they get it from? Well, they got it from the Taliban who sold it to them and, from all the shit that we left behind. Because we left, I mean, what was it, $80 billion worth of shit we just gifted to them? You know, by design. Let's not keep the most strategic air base in the Middle East that we had full control of over Bagram Air Base. Let's just hand it over to the Taliban. Yeah, here you go. You can have that. So we built it, but here, have it. We don't We don't need it. China can use it when they come and they uh, they come and they mine all the, uh, all the minerals and, and precious metals out of Afghanistan and whatever else. In June, the Palestinian SAMA News Agency, SAMA, openly reported that U.S. weapons left by Joe Biden and Mark Milley with the, when the Biden regime surrendered to the Taliban have now found their way to Gaza. Remember Mark Milley? Yeah, it'll, uh, it'll be cheaper to just leave everything there. Oh, that's cool. This was three months before the historic Hamas, Hamas, Hamas <laughs> attack on Israel last weekend. Can you imagine just saying, yeah, it's cheaper to leave all that stuff? The uh, the previous president, Donald Trump, broke his ass rebuilding a strong military and uh, a lot of funding, and we're just, we're just going to leave it all there. We're just going to give it all to them. Over 1,300 Israelis and foreigners are dead. Over 3,000 were injured, and 120 Israelis were captured and sent back to Gaza. And this was from the other day. The numbers probably changed. In 2021, Joe Biden armed the Taliban with $80 billion in U.S. weapons and supplies when he surrendered to the Taliban and fled Afghanistan in 2021. And here's just some photos, piles of cash and rows of U.S. military equipment. Joe Biden and Mark Milley left the Taliban as the U.S. surrendered in Afghanistan. They were having those MRAP vehicles and all those Humvees. I mean, look at them. They were having parades with them in Afghanistan. They were having parades. Look what we got. I think they had two Blackhawks. They crashed one. I couldn't figure out how to fly it. 
some stuff was destroyed, which they just used for parts and, and, and sending technologies probably to China. I'm sure China has a, has already made a copy of everything we left in Afghanistan. Cause that's what they do. They do that with everything. If you manufacture a product and you're selling it, say like on eBay or Etsy or something or online, and all of a sudden you get an order, like if you're shipping internationally and you get an order that's going to China, chances are that you're ordering it so they can clone it and make their own version. That's what they do. As the Gateway Pundit previously reported, Joe Biden supplied the Taliban terrorist organization and their Islamic accomplices with billions of dollars worth of U.S. weapons, armed vehicles, helicopters, ammunition, and piles of cash. And what's the exchange rate? We'll go exchange it somewhere. Rather than destroying the equipment before leaving the country, Joe Biden surrendered nearly $85 billion worth of U.S. military equipment to the Taliban. There you go. U.S. weapons seized by the Taliban. $85 billion. 600,000 weapons, 75,000 vehicles, and 200 aircrafts. It's a fucking army. Now you just got to get, you know, goat fuckers able to drive them and pull the triggers. In fact, Joe Biden left 300 times more guns than those passed to the Mexican cartels in Obama's Fast and Furious program. The Taliban later released a video of weapons Joe Biden left behind in the room full of stacks of $100 bills. Joe Biden left in the cash for good measure. This is, let's see. Here we go. Look at all this. What's with all the cash? Look at this. Christmas in August. It's wild. All expensive weapons, brand new handguns, rifles. Where is the cash from? It's wild. Buy a lot of goats with that cash. All right. The music's aggravating me. I just wanted to show some of the weapons. Taliban is the fourth best equipped military in the world. It would not surprise me now. Would not surprise me now. All the shit that they have. Now, what's what's Congress... What's this uh, investigation going to do? Is this just something else that Joe Biden is just not going to be held accountable for? Or maybe not even Joe Biden. Maybe, maybe other people. Maybe Mark, something should happen to Mark Milley. Mark Milley should be prosecuted. A treasonous fuck that he is just for this just for this just for for allowing that to happen 2,000 armored vehicles Humvees MRAPs I mean vans pickups armored security vehicles almost 80,000 of them <clears throat> 45 Blackhawk helicopters but apparently a lot of them were destroyed 
50 scout attack helicopters, scan eagle military drones, 30 military version uh, Cessnas, four C-130s, 29 Brazilian-made A-29 Super Tucano ground attack aircraft, 208-plus aircraft in total, at least 600,000-plus small arms, M-16s, M-249s, M24 sniper systems, 50 calibers, 1,394 M203 grenade launchers, M134 minigun, 20-millimeter Gatling guns and ammunition. I mean, wow. Mortars. It's just wild. It's wild. What's going to happen? What is there going to be any... Accountability, most likely not. And they're using it against, and we listen, we said this. When is it going to be used against us? Well, this Middle Eastern bullshit's going to heat up, people. And we know, we know at some point we're going to get dragged into it. Joe Biden's telling Israel they shouldn't occupy Gaza. Gaza, you know, the, the, the Palestinians, Hamas just launching missiles into Israel. We sent our second aircraft carrier to the Eastern Mediterranean to deter Iran. Iran is openly, openly threatening the United States, openly threatening us. Openly. Here, Iran threatens intervention if Israel invades Gaza. So if, if Israel invades Gaza, which they already are, they're, they're going to be doing ground offensive operations very soon, maybe even in the next 24 to 72 hours, it sounds like. Iran threatens, warns of huge earthquake attack by Hezbollah. The Iranian foreign minister, blah, 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 goat fucker, publicly warned Israel of an attack by Lebanon-based Hezbollah that would cause a huge earthquake in response to Israel's attacks on Hamas-controlled Gaza after Hamas slaughtered over 1,300 Israelis and kidnapped over 150 last Saturday in a surprise attack. They also privately warned Israel via the UN that Iran would intervene, you know, who we just funded and unfroze $6 billion, if Israel invades Gaza. They made the threats while on a diplomatic visit in Beirut, Lebanon on Saturday, where he met with Hamas and Palestinian leaders, and separately UN Special Coordinator for the Middle East peace process, Tor Wenesland. They sent a message saying, you invade, we will intervene, and you will feel an earthquake of a Hezbollah attack. They stressed that Iran has its readiness. He said that if the Israeli military operation continues, and especially if Israel follows through on its promise of a ground offensive in Gaza, Iran will have to respond. And then that comes with Iran directly threatening the United States, who just unfroze $6 billion. Yeah, these weapons are being used in Israel right now. Absolutely. Right now, Iran directly threatens the United States over Israel-Hamas war. If the scope of the war expands, heavy losses will befall America as well. Now, it's very cryptic, and I'm sure they're... Mainly talking about 
American forces that are operating in the region of the Middle East and in Israel and Gaza. But I also believe it's cryptic where they talk about imminent terror attack by radical Islamic terrorists that are already here in the United States because of Biden's failed border policies over the past three years. Iranian foreign minister, goat fucker extraordinaire, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the names because I don't care, directly threatened the United States over the Israel-Hamas war, saying in remarks to Al Jazeera on Sunday in Qatar, if the scope of the war expands, heavy losses will befall America as well. They want us to get involved because they want excuses to attack us, kill Americans, launch terrorist attacks here. Tell me I'm wrong. They also warned Israel about invading Gaza to clear out Hamas after the terrorist group's massacre of Israelis last weekend. The resistance leaders will turn it, meaning Israel, into a cemetery for occupation soldiers. The threats, the threats by Iran follow ones he made Saturday of Israel facing a huge earthquake if invaded by Gaza. So, if this doesn't have World War III written all over it, I don't know what does. I don't want to be involved in this war. I don't want American troops involved in this war. I don't want anything that has to do with America involved in this war. But it seems we already are. We have special forces in Israel waiting to see if they allow them to go and extricate hostages, which who knows if that's going to happen. Israel's attitude is we're not negotiating for hostages. I don't agree with any of them. Just I just don't I don't like what's going on for the sole reason is it's a ploy to get us involved in another war and to spend more money and to weaken America. Let's face it. The more we're involved, the more we're weakened, the more we're stretched thin, and it's a problem. And at some point, when do we feel unsafe in our own country? And I'm not talking about being paranoid or afraid. There's a difference. Open borders. Now, more than ever, they're sending people here, more than they already have been. We should be, you know, eyes open again, that situational awareness. Shit is happening so fast over there, it seems spiraling out of control. We shouldn't be there. We should not be there. Whether they're talking about a deterrent for Iran or whatever it is, we should not be there. But we are. And we're sending or we've sent fighter jets that are sitting over, I don't even know where they are, just as a deterrent to Iran. Iran doesn't seem to give a shit because Iran knows we have a weak, gutless president who they even know is not in charge. And China's looking like, hey, you know, we're going to go do military exercises with Saudi Arabia right now. Saudi Arabia's going to be like, yeah, we're going to pause on our uh, normalization talks with Israel and I'm sure in the other uh, in the other way, China's looking at uh, Taiwan, like, and then you have the rad- the radical goat fuckers encouraging China to make a move on Taiwan now. <laughs> We've clearly helped on both sides enough already. And how? Yep, they yeah, we have two. We have our biggest aircraft carrier out there, and we just sent the second one. It's 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 wild. It's wild. How many of those huh, 
How many of those aircrafts that we left in Afghanistan are going to be flown by goat fucker suicide bombers into our, into our two aircraft carriers out in the Mediterranean Sea? I could see that happening as just a sick terrorist attack. Just, yeah, let's take these little military Cessnas. Let's just, I don't know, let's take five of them and just, just fly them into a, hope we get through and we just fly them right into the, into the aircraft carriers. I just, people are not making good decisions. People are not making good decisions at all. Before we get into more bad decisions, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Oh, wait, I sponsor my own show. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot cigars. Patriot cigars, my company, mypatriotcigars.com. Use promo code MAGA, 25% off, and uh, free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. Orders pouring in. You guys are always great. Yep, promo code MAGA, mypatriotcigars.com. Support with a smoke. Get some merch. A premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. <laughs> yeah, the goat fucker squadron. With it. But we're going to yeah, we're gonna come in with our electric tank Roombas. Don't worry. The electric tanks. Up oh, AP Unfiltered, Mark 48 Torpedo, the best. Can I tell you? Like, I have, I have, I think I said it already, but I have another big order of cigars coming from the other uh, factory in Nicaragua. And I, if it, I'm, they're supposed to land the end of the month. And if, if sales keep going the way they are, I think I'm going to run out of Mark 48s by the end of the month. I mean, it's a good problem to have. Everybody's loving them, but actually even, even the TNT and the, uh, and the Moab I'm running very low on. I, I had ordered extra hellfires and uh, the sidewinder is going to be permanent. But again, I'm also going to be releasing probably in the next month or so, two new ones um, on the site. So yeah, mypatriotcigars.com, promo code MAGA. Get yourself a great smoke or a great t-shirt or a great ad. Anyway, more bad decisions by our government. And a few other things to get through. Here we go. Remember the remember fire alarm puller? What was it? Uh, Jamal Bowman, well, he, among others, they're already calling on the United States to take in Palestinian refugees from Gaza. 
I mean, why not? We did it in Afghanistan. We just loaded up all these unvetted military-aged men into a, what, a C-130? And we just brought them over. There you go. They're here. Some of them brought their, like, 15-year-old wives. So what's to say we're not going to do it? We're not going to do it here. Well, they're going to try because they're calling for it because they want more of them. Diversity and inclusion in terrorists. Diversity and inclusion among terrorist cells. And of course, and yes, it didn't take long already. This idiot that doesn't know the difference between a doorknob and a fire alarm, which is complete bullshit. He did that on purpose to delay a vote and interfere with an official proceeding. This guy should be treated like every January 6th defendant, and he should be in shackles in a gulag somewhere in solitary confinement because exactly what he did in the Capitol. Representative Jamal Bowman and other leftists are already calling on the United States to take in Palestinian refugees. In other words, more illegal aliens that are unvetted that are most likely American hater hating terrorist cells. Yeah, and this is going to be after America gets involved with Israel to to decimate them. Now this this is this is a good idea everybody. This is good. In case Bowman and the rest haven't noticed we're already dealing with a crisis caused by their open border policies 100%. But yeah. So this is what's happening already. And all of them are in on it. AOC they all they all want them to bring Palestinian refugees to America. I think we have enough terrorist cells here already. That's a fact. But, you know, coming to a neighborhood near you, will you be living next to a terrorist cell? Are you already living in in an area where there's alien shelters that are harboring terrorist cells? It's possible because here you have disgraced FBI director Christopher Wray issuing a grave warning of imminent terror attacks on American soil amid Israel-Hamas conflict. So uh, are, are, we, are we doing a pause on, on parents at school board meetings and MAGA Republicans for a minute? Are they probably going to end up on the same information sheet, like terrorists, uh, uh, you know, radical Muslims, uh, MAGA Republicans? Uh, school board attendees. So apparently he was at some, uh, oh, he's at the International Association of Chiefs of Police Conference in San Diego on Saturday, and he issued a dire warning about the rise of violent extremism, both domestic and international. The warnings commit, (laughs) wow, I can't even talk. The warning comes amid ongoing conflict between Israel and the militant group Hamas, which has already claimed thousands of lives, Before I get into some of the specific ways we're doing that work together, I want to take a moment to offer my heartfelt condolences to the people of Israel and share the outrage that I know we all feel at the sheer... Shut up. History has been witness to anti... Shut up. We remain committed to continue confronting those threats, both here in the United States and overseas. And there's a video of this moron. It's only 50 seconds, but I'm going to make you suffer through it. We remain committed... To continue confronting those threats, both here oh. and overseas. In this heightened environment, there's no question we're seeing an increase in reported threats, and we've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration 
from recent events to commit violence of their own. So I'd encourage you to stay vigilant because as the first line of defense protecting our communities, you're often the first to see the signs that someone may be mobilizing to violence. I'd also ask you to continue sharing any intelligence or observations you may have. And on our end, we're committed to doing the same so that together. Oh, God, just shut up. Word salad. It's just word salad. And can you just say it? Listen, we let a lot of bad fucking people in this country, and most likely somebody's going to do something. Maybe not now. Maybe not next week. Maybe six months from now. Maybe because here's the thing. They don't strike right away. Oh, the, the global day of jihad. That's bullshit. They're not putting you on notice to prepare. Because you know what's going to happen? Thanksgiving's going to come. And Christmas is going to come. That war is going to still be going on. Every American's going to be complacent because they're going to be too busy taking out second mortgages to do fucking Christmas shopping because everything's so expensive. And to put Thanksgiving meals on their table and to heat their homes because i was it oil prices are up six percent and the war just started and by the time everybody gets involved you're probably going to see ten dollar a gallon gasoline prices in in places across the country while all that's happening and everybody's complacent worrying about where they're going to get their money to heat their homes and feed their family not thinking about the goat fuckers running around with bombs that's when shit will happen that's when shit will happen. But they'll fear monger. Oh, you're going to go see the Christmas tree lighting. Just be careful. Maybe they'll even try to, to, to put so much fear in you where you'll lock down. You'll lock your, you'll self lock down. You'll self lock down. They don't have to tell you about a fake virus running around. Where you'll, it'll be, oh, I don't know. As elections get closer, maybe we'll throw a false flag, you know, event over here. Maybe we'll throw a false flag event uh, event over here. Maybe this war will keep going on through the election, and they'll say, we have credible threats that they're going to attack election sites, American election sites all over the country because of all the terror cells we let in unvetted into this country. We can't hold in-person elections. They all have to be by mail, or we have to postpone the election because this war has heat up, heated up so much. You know they want an excuse to do just mail-in votes, right? They want an excuse to not have people in person anywhere near any elections happening, right? Are we on the same page with that? It is a viable option. I don't know. I, I keep, I keep, <sighs> based off what we know about these leftists now that want to bring refugees from Palestine into the country. There are Republicans, I just wanted to follow up with that. There are Republicans that are introducing a bill to safeguard national security by blocking entry of Palestinian refugees. Sure wish they did that with the Afghanis. House Republicans have introduced a bill that would prevent the United States from accepting any new Palestinian refugees emerging from the current crisis in Gaza. Again, this is political optics. It'll go nowhere because they'll throw a bill out there. Maybe, maybe it succeeds in the Senate. You think Joe Biden's going to sign into law a law, a, a bill pr into law preventing the United States from accepting any new Palestinian refugees? If you believe that, <clears throat> well, again, 
the old saying, I got a bridge to sell you. The legislation known as the Guaranteeing Aggressors Zero Admission Act, or the Gaza Act, is being spearheaded by representatives Tom Tiffany of was it Wisconsin and Andy Ogles of Tennessee. The Gaza Act aims to prevent the Biden regime from granting visas to any holder of a Palestinian passport. Additionally, the bill would bar the Department of Homeland Security from allowing Palestinians into the United States through the agency's parole program, the New York Post reported. We can't let President Biden abuse our parole and visa rules to bring unvetted Palestinians into American communities the way he did with thousands of unvetted Afghans. Yeah, you will, and he will, and they will not be stopped. They will not be stopped. Because Republicans don't know how to play. They don't know how to play. They don't know how to play so hard that they can't even get a, they can't even get a, a, an, an actual decent Speaker of the House elected. Now, Jim Jordan seems everybody wants. They're having a closed-door meeting, I think, tomorrow. Not even today, not over the weekend, tomorrow. Another closed-door meeting, the Republicans, big with the closed doors, right? Fuck them all. And what's happening? We have reports of six rhinos that are willing to throw it all away in spite of Matt Gates, Donald Trump, MAGA Republicans, and the Republican Party as a whole, and work with Democrats to possibly concede power back to the Democrats in electing Obama 2.0, Harkeem Jeffries, as Speaker of the House. Can you imagine? But this is happening, people. And I was, I was text messaging with one of my favorite congressmen late last night, George Santos, and we were talking about this, and this is, this is something that is happening. House Minority Leader Harkeen Jeffries even says GOP rhinos are working deal with Democrats to stop Jim Jordan at all costs because they're calling him an extremist and insurrectionist and would rather see this racist, America-hating, Republican-hating piece of shit. Can you imagine just giving you have the you have the House majority and you're just going to give it back to the Democrats? And not one single gun is used? You want to talk about an insurrection? This to me, just, it's wild. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries joined Meet the Press. This, this was on a, a Sunday, yesterday, to dis discuss the ongoing battle for the next Speaker of the House of Representatives. On Friday, Jim Jordan won the GOP nomination for Speaker. Jordan is wildly populated with, grass, with grassroots conservatives and numerous conservative groups. Several Kevin McCarthy supporters were outraged that the grassroots would challenge the entrenched Republican establishment and remove the former speaker from office. Kevin, Kevin McCarthy did say Jim Jordan, would, Jim Jordan would make a good speaker, but he talks out of both sides of his mouth. And what Kevin McCarthy's plan is to do is to use all of his donors in power. It's to go after America first, uh, members of Congress, and get someone who's establishment-oriented, who's uniparty, to primary them, and he'll fund their campaigns. That's what Kevin McCarthy is going to do, 100%. I literally, I, I predicted this last week. I said it on Friday, and I said it in the middle of the week. I said it on Freedom Friday with James Curry, and I said it on a morning show. And I said, wouldn't it be interesting if all they need five or six Republicans that say, hey, fuck you, Matt Gates, Hey, fuck you, MAGA Republicans. Hey, fuck you, Donald Trump. We're in charge. And now we're going to shove it up your ass just to spite you. We're going to get Harkeem, Harkeem Jeffries elected 
we're going to vote with the Democrats who are in lockstep. And we're going to get Harkeem Jeffries, the Speaker of the House, just to shove it up Matt Gates' ass, to blame it on Matt Gates, to blame it on MAGA Republicans, to blame it on the Freedom Caucus, and to do whatever they can to expel and primary every single one of them so the Uniparty can have power and the establishment can rule without any obstacles. I said this. I said this. And this is what the closed-door meeting's about. And other things. And they're already talking about Republicans like, well, Jim Jordan, they won't say who it is, is going to have a challenger. Is it Harkeem Jeffries? They already know he's running. Or is there going to be another Republican challenger? And when are we going to have a Speaker of the House? Are we going to have one on Tuesday? We can have one on Wednesday? I think Wednesday they want to vote. Tuesday they want to have a private meeting. Maybe they'll have a vote after. (laughs) On the floor. Or are we going to go another week? Is there going to be so much infighting? Well, this guy, bad hair day, toupee, Mike Rogers out of Alabama. He is one that is talking about making a deal with Democrats rather than vote for Jim Jordan. But he's not the only one because now there are six of them. Mike Rogers from Alabama, Ann Wagner from what is what is that Missouri? Is M O Missouri or Montana? I'm an idiot. I don't know. Don Bacon, Nebraska. Vern Buchanan, Florida. Carlos Jimenez, Jimenez, Florida. Mario Diaz, Ballard, Florida. Three Florida members of Congress who must despise Matt Gates and Donald Trump. Despise. These are six rhinos who possibly could vote for Harkeem Jeffries and make him Speaker of the House. Here are the six Republicans that have said that they are considering working with the Democrats to elect a Democrat Speaker if Jim Jordan is the nominee. Well, here are their phone numbers, people. Everyone should be blowing their phones up. Mike Rogers. Ann Wagner, Don Bacon, Vern Buchanan, Carlos Jimenez, Mario Diaz, Ballard. And they're all there. And these are the six pieces of shit. Out of spite of Jim Jordan, Kevin McCarthy being removed and Jim Jordan putting as the nominee. And because of Matt Gates, their hatred of Matt Gates, their hatred of Donald Trump, their hatred of MAGA Republicans, their love for the Uniparty, these six may turn around and make it possible for Harkeem Jeffries to be Speaker of the House and let the Democrats have control again of the House and the Senate. This would, I don't know what, what would be a bigger disgrace to the Republican Party. And, and this is something that I, I don't think has ever been done. I could be wrong. Maybe someone knows. Now, imagine if this happens and they Republicans have the majority and they elect the minority leader, Hakeem Jeffries, as Speaker of the House out of spite. What does that say for the Republican Party? It says it's over. Over. What do we got in the chat?
few people. Don't listen to these chuds for truth. Oh, who is this, Mr. Anti-Fun? Who is that? And who and who's and who's chuds? You are you are you referring to me, Mr. Anti-Fun? <clears throat> Nobody cares about your fucking Rumble link. How about that? I'm just going to get ready for Taiwan season now. I still have my Ukraine decorations up. I don't know. What are we decorating for? I mean, are, are, are we, I don't even know what to do. It's crazy. It, it, it's, it's literally clown world everywhere. Everywhere. I don't care what happens in the Middle East. But at some point, well, I guess we're going to have to start caring when our government propels us into this world war with our troops. And anyone out there that is hoping for military aggression, you, you, you better be bringing your kids or every, everyone of, of, of legal military age your family to the recruiter because we're going to need them because a lot of people are going to die. And a lot of people are going to die. Americans are going to die at the hands of radical, sick, Islamic goat fuckers with American-issued weapons. Americans are going to die by their own weapons because Joe Biden gave it to them. That's crazy. That's crazy. Hey, B-Filter, you said something in the chat before that I saw. Oh, yeah. I saw it. AP, AP Unfiltered is right. If um, I know the chat. You guys talk in the chat. If you have stuff you want to stay, you should put it in the comments of the video because actually commenting on the video also found out helps the Rumble algorithm. Not only if you hit the thumbs up, but if you hit the comments, um, just put, you know, throw something in the comments, whatever it is. If you have a thought, throw it in there on the videos and that'll help the algorithm as well. It, it always does. And, uh, you know, that's where we're at. So we got, we got rhinos working against Republicans, which we know, but now it's, now it's serious. Now it's serious. Now, I mean, has it ever happened before where Republicans held power and then decided to elect a Democrat Speaker of the House? Has that ever happened in the history of the United States? I don't know. Does anybody know? Two of your closest friends, Jewish friends, both doctors are heading to Israel right now. So I have, I have contact there that's a volunteering as a paramedic. It was someone I used to work with, for in the, work with in the city as a paramedic. He's been there for a couple of days now um, with a, a civilian contracted tactical medical team. And uh, he says, he said, shit's bad. And Even if, because, you know, everything on Twitter and everything on social media that you see, you don't know what to believe and what's real and what's not. And he said, if you wipe out all the bullshit and everything that's guaranteed fake, and if they literally just posted the real stuff that was going on, he would say there'd be no difference. It's really bad. He goes, well, I, he, he's, he's, it's boggling his mind. And years ago, before he, was, he had come here, he did serve in the, um, in the IDF. And then he came here, you know, and he, he worked, he still works as a paramedic, and now he's there volunteering. 
But yeah, he said it, 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 it's crazy. It, it is crazy. And I have a, I have a couple other friends. Um, both actually are PAs, but they're also paramedics. And uh, they're contemplating on going over there. And it's um, it's wild. They're they're posting all of this propaganda on both sides. And from what I understand, boots on the ground there, that even if that propaganda wasn't posted, it's still bad. So why post? Again, it's to demoralize people. It's to in the attempt to gain faster and more support among one side of the other. The fact of the matter is they're going through shit. They've been going through shit before we were all born. They'll be going through shit before we're dead unless this <laughs> is the nuclear holocaust that's going to come over all of us, which I don't think is going to happen. But I will say I think it's going to get very bad. I think we're going to become entrenched in it. And it's a big problem. It's just, it's, it's a horrible situation. It's like, I don't even really know what to say about it other than it's fucked up and we shouldn't be doing it. We shouldn't be doing it at all. At all. And it's not going to stop here because these other radical Muslim militia groups out of these countries that hate us are going to come about and they're just going to start attacking. And it's, it's just, it's going to escalate and escalate and escalate. Other nations are going to get involved. To me, to me, I think, I don't even know what I think. It's just, it's bad. I already think we're in a world war. We, we're, we're strategically placing assets places we're giving ukraine money and, and and weapons we have four countries actually more than four countries i guess if you can consider what's happening in in lebanon and and things like that and hezbollah like we, there's a world war going on right now just all about different you know it's wait till wait till china makes a move on taiwan it's just it's it's hard to fathom that 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 we're we we <laughs> we know about World War One and World War Two and 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 now we know eh you know this stuff like that doesn't happen and here we are twenty twenty three going into twenty twenty four one of the most the most important presidential elections of of our country and everybody wants to destabilize everybody it's wild but it is what it is shit is very serious I just say don't listen to the propaganda. You don't need the propaganda to know that shit is serious. What really annoys me are the people that say, nah, nothing really bad's going on over there. Those are the people that really annoy me. Or I like to refer to them as fucking basement dweller cutards. Hate me if you want, but it's a fact. You know, don't worry. Donald Trump will just come into the White House next week and take over the Oval Office and military control and everything will be fine. He'll end everything. Shut up. Just shut up. Enough of your bullshit. Anyway, I'm going to close out with uh, another great video from the Dilly Meme team, MAGA Devil Dog. I think he, uh, he put this out uh, yesterday. I thought it was pretty awesome. So I'm going to watch it. Donald Trump currently faces legal peril on multiple fronts, and the strategy he often uses to tackle these issues is not a secret. He makes enemies the enemies of his followers. 
amazing these sickos right it really is the length that they will go to deter us to prevent donald trump from becoming the next president and they're not going to stop and they're just going to make things worse i mean make up lies and blame donald trump they will blame listen once we get involved like heavily meaning fighting in this war, where do you see the shift in how they blame this on Donald Trump based off lies? Because you know that'll happen too. The trans force, send in the trans force. All the generals will be wearing their dog masks, but none of them will be on the, on the front lines. They'll all be in the back licking themselves. <laughs> Basement dwelling cutards. Yeah. Listen, I, I hate everybody. I hate everybody. I really do. I, I just, I'm going to tell you what frustrates me the most, and I think I might have said it, is just the lack of stupidity among Americans. It really, it really, even in Trump supporters. And I'll, I'll listen, listen. I get, you see these little reports that come out. We know the 2020 election was stolen. I'll, I'll wrap up with this. We know that the 2020 election was stolen. We know the irregularities. We know that the cases that are still going. We know that information keeps coming up in different states. But I'll tell you, man, some of the information, the way it's presented, I feel like it's done, even, even from, from right-leaning um, outlets, and, the, and it's like they're programming people to sound stupid and conspiratorial. Like, I don't know if you saw it. I think it was on, it was a quick interview, and I'm not going to play it because it's so fucking cringy. They were, I think it was Right Side Broadcasting, interviewing this woman about the, I don't even know what the interview was about, and she went into this whole thing about, well, the Space Force has all the evidence that the 2020 election is, was stolen, and Trump has the information and all this and all that and Space Force and the event. Just the way she was speaking about it. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But 
it, it, if, if it is true, it's going to play itself out. But these people that are out there, they just, they, they make us sound like fucking retards. There's really no other way to say it, people. Whether you agree with it or not, the way it's presented out there really makes us look bad. The Dog Kink Squadron. Oh, my God. Listen, I'm telling you right now, and if you don't do it, you're a fucking fed. I know you're doing it in the live chat. I need you all to come up with the best woke military fighting groups, the best names in the comments. In the comments of this video, like Dog King Squadron, the Furry Force, the, the whatever it is, the there was another good one, the Trans Force, come up with them in the comments, and if I find one I really, really like, I'm, to, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't care if you come up with 100 of them. I got to find one I really like, and then I'll get you to send me your address and I'll send you some, uh, I have some cool, uh, cool merch like shirts and stuff and hoodies and, and things that I used to sell on a website that, that I don't anymore, but, uh, I'll send you guys out something cool and you have to comment on the videos. Thumbs up. The live chat's great. You have to comment on the videos where the comments stay. Some people do. A lot of people are just into the, into the live chat, which is cool to comment and if you can, go to the channel, 1776live.tv. Just put that in your web browser, and it'll pop right up the Rumble channel. And hit all the thumbs-up buttons on the videos. It really helps juice the algorithm. We've been getting great viewership. Hit the follow. If you're not following the Rumble channel and you're new, hit the thumbs-up. It really, really helps and gets us, again, propelled into the Rumble world. I have people at the BDSM Brigade. Oh, my God. Oh my God, I love it. I, I love it. <laughs> oh. The bonus hole halo jumpers. The bonus hole halo jumpers. The bonus hole halo squadron. Oh my God. The, oh, Jesus Christ. It's horrible. <laughs> the rump rangers. Sorry, Army Rangers, but you got replaced by the Rump Rangers. They're here. They're queer. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. The Delta Force dildo droppers. I'm going to. This is this is unbelievable. Make sure you comment. I want to see them all in the comments. And I'm holding you all accountable because if you commented in the chat and you didn't comment in the regular comments, you're a fucking fed. That's that's it. And I will call you out accordingly. All right, everybody. It's been another MAGA morning. A great Monday. I want you all to enjoy your day. Hit the thumbs up. Juice the algorithms. And comment, comment, comment. I don't care if you throw out middle finger emojis. Just comment because it helps. Get your friends in the chat. Get your family in the chat. Get people to hit that follow button, please. And uh, I will, I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. tomorrow, tomorrow's Tuesday. I think next Tuesday I'm off, the 24th, whatever that is. Got to take mom back to the doctor. I got to play the good son role. 
Got to make sure we, t- we take care of mom. So she asked me. So you guys will have to uh, go a day without me. But I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. MAGA hat stays on. See you later.